You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast with our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Over the next few weeks, we will be listening to excerpts of powerful preaching and singing from our national conference, which always takes place the week before Memorial Day. We pray that these live recordings will be a blessing and a help to you as you seek truth and a closer walk with God in these days of uncertainty. And now, here is our broadcast for today. Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bear you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Now therefore, condition, if you will obey my voice indeed, and keep my covenant, then, always watch your time words, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine, and ye shall be unto me a kingdom of priests and an holy nation. These are the words which thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel. Father, thank you for the reading of your precious word. Lord, please let me say something to help your people today. God, these are your children. God, uh, these are your people. And Lord, I sure don't want to hurt any of them. I want to help them. Lord, I pray that because of this meeting, we'd be better equipped to serve and do what you want us to do and live the life that you want us to live. I pray for the very weakest saint that's in the building, God, that they may see a little something this week that would encourage them to press on and go a little further. I pray for the one that may be here that's discouraged, God, that this meeting, God, something would be said that would encourage them to press on. And Lord, we know that we live in perilous times, but God, we trust You. You've proved to be trustworthy. I pray for every preacher that'll stand, that God, You'd give them that special touch, that anointing they need. And God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We pray, God, for what's going on in our world right now. Chaos and confusion, but God, I'm thankful for a sanctuary and a safe place under the, uh, the everlasting arms, leaning on the everlasting arms of God. And Lord, we just want to tell you one more time, collectively, Lord, that we love You and we love Your people. It's in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. All right, you can be seated. I appreciate you standing in reverence to God's holy word. Now, uh, I just want to give a, a little bit of an introduction. What I want to look at is, uh, I want to look at the purchase, and I want to look at the power and uh, the purpose of Israel. And I want to just kind of, uh, the first point, I want to kind of just jump through, but uh, it, you that, uh, that know your Bible and study your Bible, you know what's going on in the book of Exodus. It's where we get that word exit. If we was going to exit this building, we'd find the place to go out. God's people were in bondage. They were under a Pharaoh. They were, uh, they were there, and, and uh, God was going to get them out. And uh, that first verse I read to you, He got them out. He bore them out on eagles' wings. Uh, they didn't do anything of their own strength or their own power to get out. God got them out. Same way we get saved. Our exit from out from under the heavy hand of the taskmaster, Satan. Our exit out from under sin. It wasn't no good that I'd done. I didn't become a good person. I didn't join up with anything. We know that salvation is by grace through faith. And so that's exactly what he tells them there. He said, you see what I did unto the Egyptian and how I bear you on eagles' wings and I brought you unto Myself. At salvation, God just uh, got us to Himself. The moment that we believe, the moment that we put repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, He bare us out. Nothing more to it. If you add anything to that, you're a heretic. If you take anything away from that, 
You're a heretic. We know what the exodus is for us, that redemption. And then after He got them out of that land and got them out from under uh, that bondage, that heavy taskmaster, the very first thing that He does, uh, that's chapters 1 through 18. Uh, But then in chapter 19 through 24, those next five chapters, uh, God wants His people that are saved, that are redeemed, uh, He wants to give them some laws. Uh, There's some legislation that comes into, uh, into being after that. And so those next five chapters gives them their, uh, their laws. So we could look at chapter 1 through 18 as the leaving. Then we could look at chapter uh, 19 through 24 as the law. And then after He gives them that, He gives them a place where uh, really the desire of His heart is to be with them. As Brother Freed said last night, it was not just the desire that man would be with God, but God's desire was to be with man. I hope you got that last night. And so God said, not only is there going to be a leaving and there's going to be a law, but I'm going to give you the Lord's house so that I can come and be a part of your life and you can be a part of my life. So you could literally break this book down in those three ways. You see the leaving, and in that leaving we uh, we see God's power. In that law we see God's holiness. But also in that Lord's house we see the wisdom of God and how that He communes and fellowships with us. Another way that you could look at it is in that leaving you see redemption. In that law you see reconstruction. What man did have with God before the fall, he wants to build that relationship back. Uh, And then in that Lord's house we see that reconciliation where he can come and commune with man. You could look at it like this. In the leaving he frees them. In the law he uh, began to fabricate them. Uh, But in the Lord's house there's where He fellowships with them. You could look at it like this. In that leaving, there's liberty. uh, But in that law, there is the legislative boundaries to those that are free. But in that Lord's house, there is the love that He wants to show to man and be a part of His life. You could look at it like the leaving is where He set them free. The law is where He set them apart. But the Lord's house is where He sat with them and abode with them. And that was the desire of God for that exodus was get them to the place uh, where He could dwell with them and be their God and they could be His people. Uh, But then you could look at this like, and and I know you know all this, but I'm just trying to get us to that point where we can get to a place where I can hopefully share some things with you. Uh, But we see that there's liberty there and there's law there, but we know this, liberty uh, without law is a license to turn the grace of God into lasciviousness. He didn't set them free so that they could do what they want. He set them free so they could do what they ought to bring glory to God. Uh, We see also uh, that responsibility without freedom is bondage. They already knew what that was. They had a responsibility in Egypt, but they didn't have any liberty in Egypt. And that's slavery. That's bondage. And so I know uh, that even among Baptists, we've got this cult on this side of the road that gives you liberty without any responsibility. But the answer to that ditch is never to run to this ditch and give them responsibility and not give them any liberty 
liberty, but there is truth that's right in between those two ditches. And that liberty and that responsibility will bring you to the third part of Exodus where there is a privilege, where there is a reward, where we get to be with our God and our God gets to be with us. And that is the purpose of that liberty and the purpose of that responsibility. You are listening to portions of the Hope of Israel National Conference, which takes place each year the week before Memorial Day. This is a prophecy meeting with an old-time revival spirit as Bible-believing Christians from around the country gather together to stand with Israel. If you would like a copy of today's message, please call us at 844-644-4426. Once again, that number is 844-644-4426. And now here is the remainder of today's broadcast. And so that's where God, that's the teaching of this book of Exodus. He's trying to teach them how to live on purpose, but not just live on purpose, but live for a purpose. I'm telling you, I I told Brother Dustin in the room, uh, we was just talking last night, we've had some, I mean we've goofed off, we're people too, but we've had some sweet fellowship as well uh, uh, in the last couple of days. And I told him, I said, it's a shame. And I, 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 hey, I'm not fussing. Please don't think I'm trying to fuss uh, from the pulpit. I'm not trying to bring you down. I'm really trying to help you to get up. But I'm telling you what I see is, as a pastor, I see that there's people, they get saved by the grace of God. And I'm telling you, it's not always the people's fault. I tell you, a lot of it is the preacher's fault. We have taught them that salvation is the end of Christianity instead of the beginning of Christianity. I want to tell you something just as escape in hell is not what God saved us for. You do have a purpose in life and the sooner you find out what your purpose is, the sooner you learn how to live life. God created us for a purpose. And people live their entire Christian life. Hey, they shout they're happy about being saved, but they never find out what God really designed them for and created them for. We are to glorify the Lord God in our life. Amen. And so he's teaching them how to live. I'm telling you, God's people has got to the place where they're satisfied with the exodus, but they don't want any legislation in their life. And I'm telling you, that is a powerless people. He purchased them in the first eight chapters, but he not only purchased them, but he desired to empower them. Amen. We see historical, we see legislative, and then we see the ecclesiastical in this book. And this book is trying to teach that nation of Israel how to live that life. And I'm going to skip over uh, this first point for sake of time. Uh, There's a lot that could be said there. Uh, We see what happened uh, to that nation there uh, and how they got out. I just want to point out one thing. I've got several things, but I think I'm just going to point out one thing. Uh, There was a curse that came upon that nation. And I'm afraid if we're not careful, uh, our ministries, our churches will 
will be hindered. We'll get that same curse on us if we're not careful. And it was when God was telling them that there was going to be some rules and some laws to live by. And God was telling the man of God how that He was going to get them out. And because that He wouldn't believe without seeing, that curse is still on that nation to this day. They have to see something in order to believe something. And God's people should just take God in His Word and believe because God said it and not have to show us, but just tell us that is the obedience that God was looking for in that nation. And to this day, the Jews require a sign because they had to see something in order to believe. If God said it, just believe it. Amen. God don't make no mistakes. Amen. So he got them out. And they, 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 he got them out on, uh, by eagle's wings. He just simply got them out. We see them as they travel. We see them as they get up to chapter number 19. And I'm right here to the place uh, where I want to preach and I want to try uh, to maybe help you and let you see some, some things about what God saved them for. And I want to tell you something. The heart of God's not changed. You are listening to portions of the Hope of Israel National Conference, which takes place each year the week before Memorial Day. This is a prophecy meeting with an old-time revival spirit as Bible-believing Christians from around the country gather together to stand with Israel. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, the Word of God tells us, For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The world will desperately seek for a wild explanation of why this has happened. But if you are left behind because of rejection of Christ, it will be too late for you. It is our hope and prayer that you will seek the Lord while He may be found and that you'll call upon Him while He is near. If you do not have the peace of God that passes all understanding, or if you have questions, would you please call us? Our number is 844-644-4426. We strive to keep the phone lines open and we would love to speak with you. If you would like a copy of today's message, you can call that same number, 844-644-4426. Once again, that is 844-644-4426.